Creating your logo, picking out your colors, and building your website can be really fun. But if you've done all that and you are not attracting the clients that you want, then that means that you probably are more focused on brand design versus your brand strategy. And your brand strategy is what is going to actually help you attract your dream clients. In this episode of Ambition Pays Off, brand strategist Rachel Green is breaking down the difference between brand design and brand strategy and how focusing on the right thing will help you land more clients. Okay, let's go talk with Rachel. Welcome to Ambition Pays Off, a podcast that empowers dreamers and doers like you to grow a business that gives you the life and freedom you want and deserve. Hosted by me, Anna Conchar. Each week, I share my personal experience from making an idea into a six-figure side hustle, now a million-dollar business, so you can learn from my successes, mistakes, and aha moments. Your ambition has brought you here, and I am so glad it did. Now let's take action and make it pay off. Welcome to this episode of Ambition Pays Off. I am really excited because today Rachel Green is here with me to talk about brand strategy and design. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited because even though I'm a marketer, I am definitely a data driven marketer and the creative side, anything that has to do with branding and design is definitely not a strength of mine. So I secretly am excited to have you here just because of my own interests. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So before we get into all of our questions, why don't you start by just sharing a little bit about who you are and how you got started in your business and what you do? Absolutely. So my business name is actually Intentionally Designed. And I've been in business now for almost eight years, I believe. But when I first started, my business looked nothing like it does today. So I actually started doing stationary design. Um, And I think a lot of designers actually follow this same path. But I started off doing stationary invitations and that sort of thing. And then kind of shifted gears and started helping other businesses with their brands and their websites and just fell in love with that. I had, had been doing that a little bit before I started my business. So I fell in love with that again and just kind of went that route. And shifted my business, changed my business name actually to what it is today, and just really started focusing on helping other businesses build their brands. And it's just sort of over time naturally evolved into what it is today. And basically, what I do is I help online personal brands elevate their brand with strategic branding, websites, and digital marketing. And basically, what that means is I help with your brand strategy, your brand design, your website design, and even digital marketing just to help you really elevate and amplify your brand. Awesome. And you have a really cool stat. You've worked over with over 100 brands. Absolutely. Starting yeah. Your business. Yeah, it's been amazing. I've been so blessed to get some amazing people, you know, partner with some amazing businesses over time and just helped a lot of people in their branding either in small ways or just top to bottom totally, you know, starting their business whatever it may be. It's yeah. been amazing. Awesome. So I think a lot of times when we hear branding, we think we have an idea of what that means, (laughs) but what is branding? Yeah, absolutely. That's something that is 
the words used so often these days, especially in this industry, and it's so easy for it to get a little confusing and people can use it in different ways and kind of have different definitions for it. So it's very easy for people to be confused by that. And so don't feel bad if you're a little bit overwhelmed and like, I don't really even know what branding is because it's, it's a common thing. But basically what branding is, your brand is kind of that foundation of your business. And I kind of like to use marketing as an example when you're trying to understand and you're comparing the two. So your branding is actually going to be, you know, what people think about your uh, business, that perception that they get. And typically people will say your brand is not just your logo. I'm sure you've heard that before. Um, And that's very true. There's a lot that goes into your brand, including your brand strategy, which we're really going to talk about today, Mm -hmm. and your brand identity, which is your logo and that sort of thing. But that's like the base of your business. And then you take that and you turn that into your marketing messaging and you translate that into your marketing so that you're communicating the right kind of message to the right person and you're bringing them in through your marketing. So hopefully that helps clear it up a little bit. Yeah. And there's two things that you talk about a lot, which is there's a big difference between brand strategy and brand design. So can you break those two down for us and kind of what comes first or what we should focus on first as a new business or as a business who's looking to elevate their brand? Yeah, yeah. This is one thing that I think people struggle with probably more than anything. And just over the years and with working with people, I've seen that there is kind of that confusion and people will often jump into their brand design first thinking that's what they really need to focus on. And and it's natural because you want things to look good and you think, okay, I want my brand to look really good and people will be attracted to it just because it looks good. So a lot of times people will jump in and focus just on the look of their brand. And that is technically just your brand design. That's your brand identity. That's just the visual side of your brand, but there's a whole nother side to it. And that's your brand strategy. And really, the brand design is not going to work well unless you have the strategy there to back it up. So your brand strategy is where you're going to dive into things like your target audience. You're figuring out who you're serving, what their problem is, how you're going to solve their problem, what kind of offerings you're going to have, that process, that customer journey that you're going to take them on, what kind of positioning you want, what your messaging is going to be. So obviously, there's a lot to it. Yes. I don't want to overwhelm you, but there's a lot to that side of it. And it's just a matter of like, thinking about what you want your brand to be. So a lot of times people will jump into the design just because they want to work on the fun, pretty side of things Mm -hmm. without stopping to think about, okay, what am I actually doing here with my brand? What's it? What's the purpose? Who am I trying to reach? And how is this design going to do that? Because there is that connection between the two where, yes, you can have a very beautiful brand design. It's going to reach people and people might be attracted to it just because it looks good. Mm -hmm. But are you attracting the right people? Are you getting those people to look beyond just what your brand looks like? Chances are probably not as often if you don't have that strong brand strategy. So could you give us an example? Because I think like all of that is great. But could you give us an example of even just your in your own business? Like, what is your brand strategy? And then how does that relate or connect with your brand design? Yeah, mostly it's going to come through in like your messaging. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you also want to think about the colors, the fonts, the style, and who you're trying to reach. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for my, my brand, as an example, I am helping online personal brands with their branding and their websites and their marketing. 
And so once I have that clearly defined as my brand strategy, and that's kind of like summing it up really simply, um, then I take that and I think about, okay, who is this person? It's an online brand, an online business owner. How can I reach them through the visuals? So just for a really specific example, on Instagram, a lot of times I'll share infographics that break down things and explain the strategy or whatever it may be that I'm trying to teach people Mm -hmm. because I want them to understand that. And that's going to reach them not only in the way that it's designed, like branded as far as the colors and the fonts and that sort of thing, yep. but just in specifically what that message is and how I'm presenting that message, maybe versus just using a photo of something, actually using that infographic and showing them the value and showing them, you know, what I can teach them and actually helping them to understand it through something like that is really going to connect to that right person. So then they're instantly drawn into this and and they're like, Oh yes, that makes sense. Let me, I want to know more. Then they're going to go down that rabbit hole with your brand, but you're attracting the right person. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And I think it's really interesting because I teach this a similar thing inside of my programs and courses is that don't start with getting wrapped up in your logos or building the prettiest website and like really spending all of your time doing that. You first need to understand how to serve the people that you want to serve, how to connect with them and all of that. So I totally agree. It's just kind of like as much as logos and pretty design is super fun, you have to kind of have like that other foundation before you really figure that out. And of course, both of them are going to evolve as your business evolves, right? Absolutely. And I'm glad that you brought that up because that is key in this. And a lot of people will get stuck. You know, if they start to work out their brand strategy, they'll get stuck thinking it's got to be perfect. It's got to be exactly, you know, finalized and laid out how it's going to be. But to be honest, when you're working on your brand strategy, you just need to set it as a starting point mm-hmm. because your your brand, your brand strategy, your website, your marketing, all of those things are going to evolve and change over time as your business grows and evolves. You know, I talk about that a lot just in my messaging too, that don't feel like you have to have it all figured out right then yeah. because it is going to change. It's going to evolve. But if you have that foundation, that refinement happens so much easier, so much more easily because you have that strong foundation as your starting point to know where you're growing from and where you're going to. Mm -hmm. So you have helped over a hundred different brands, right? Mm -hmm. How have you seen brand strategy and brand design help these brands that you've worked with land more clients? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the first thing is just when they are able to clarify for themselves. So you personally knowing and having that clarity and the confidence to know here's who I'm serving and they're, they have that exact person nailed down and they know what their problem is that they're trying to solve. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the biggest thing as far as they aren't scattered and all over the place and trying to talk to too many people. When we are able to really hone in on who that person is and what the problem is that they're trying to solve. First of all, it gives them that light bulb of like, Oh, this makes sense now. I know exactly what I'm doing. They have just a clearer direction uh, and they have more confidence about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Then they're able to talk about it better. They're able to talk to that person. They're able to reach that person. So really a big part of the brand strategy is that messaging and that defining who that person is and being able to talk to them. So that's probably the biggest thing I've noticed um, in just working with people on their strategy 
and their design and, you know, laying out all of those things for them, they just have that immense clarity and like ready to hit their ground running because they know exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I think one of the best examples of that is when I started my business, I was like, I'm going to help any business who needs Facebook and Instagram ads, right? So you almost can't hone in on that messaging because it's so broad. One of my first clients was a restaurant and I will never forget. I was like, so who's like the clientele that comes in here the most often? And they're like, well, anyone who eats food. So everyone, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. You're serving $15 glasses of wine. That is not everyone. Oh yeah, not everyone. <laughs> and I totally agree. I think once you figure out that brand strategy of exactly who you're serving, then you can really figure out what are their specific problems and how can you help solve them. And then the messaging comes with that and then the pretty design, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because you can't really design something. I mean, you can design a logo and it's going to look great, but you can't go further than that without knowing what exactly it is you're trying to say. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Like you've got to have that first in order to be able to put that into a design. And I also really like what you said about when you started and you felt very broad. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people will start that way. And that's totally fine because I think you almost have to, to a certain point because you don't really know. Um, So if you're just starting out in your business and you're kind of like, well, I don't even know what to focus on or who to serve. You kind of, you can start there and then you'll learn over time. Who does you like to serve first of Mm -hmm. all and who's attracted to you, who you're helping most. And you can, that's like we talked about evolving. You can hone in on exactly who that person is more and more over time. Yes. And I love that so much because I think oftentimes we hear, especially in this space, is you need to choose a niche. Like you need to choose a niche. Money comes in niches. But the thing is, is that you can't really choose a niche until you have experience working on different things and with different types of businesses and different types of people to understand who do you like working with? Who can you serve the most? You know, like I think that comes as your business evolves. I don't think a lot of people start a business and say, I specifically want to help this person, right? Like I'm sure when you started your business, you were probably like, I can do customized stationery for anyone, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I started that same way. And I think, like you said, it just, it has to come over time. Mm -hmm. Now, Granted, somebody might know exactly who they want to serve and that's fine too. So don't feel like you can't start that way, but don't feel guilty if you still feel a little bit confused because Part of it comes from taking action and just starting and starting somewhere, starting with what you have, where you are, take that action, start serving people. And then you'll kind of be, and it's kind of a back and forth type of thing. The entire time you're building your business and evolving your brand. That's one of the reasons why I love the brand strategy so much is because that process and those things that you define, you can go back through it over and over again, and it's going to get easier every time, but you you know who, what you're trying to do and what you need to refine. So it's kind of a back and forth. Like you'll refine your strategy and then you'll take action on that and start working with people and that sort of thing. And you go back to your brand strategy after you've done some and then back and forth like that. Yeah. I mean, I still work on evolving my own brand strategy. Actually, earlier this year, I took a ton of time to really go back through and evaluate my own brand and who I was serving and honed in on it more and refined things and clarified. So you'll be doing it forever. 
Yes, always. I yeah. think that's the biggest thing I've learned since starting my business is there's no like end point yeah. because it's constantly evolving. <laughs> yeah. There really is not a finish line in no. a business because you're you're still growing and evolving and yeah, there's no like getting there, I guess you could say. So talking about evolving your business, you've now been in business for eight years. What advice would you give someone who's just thinking about starting and then those who maybe have been in it for a little while, but maybe haven't quite like reached their big goals yet? I mean, I'm sure you've gone through a lot of highs and lows throughout your eight years. What advice can you give us? Yeah, absolutely. There has definitely been ups and downs. So that's kind of part of the advice I would give is if this is what you love and you're passionate about what you're doing, keep working through the ups and downs of it because there's always going to be that. For somebody who's just starting out, I would say start with one thing and take it one step at a time and try to just focus on one thing at a time so you don't feel so overwhelmed as far as like, because there are so many moving parts and pieces to a business and it can feel very overwhelming. And I still get overwhelmed sometimes. So don't feel bad about that. Just take it one step at a time and be patient because it's not going to happen overnight. It doesn't happen that way for anybody. So even if you've been in business for a while and maybe you still haven't gotten quite to where you want to be, still be patient and it'll happen. Just keep working and keep your head down and keep going. When you were first starting out and even now, what is your best advice for people who are in the service space and own a service business, the best way to land their ideal clients? I think the first thing is trying to define who that person is. Mm -hmm. I know we talked about like, you may not really know what that is. Right. Um, So maybe you try to just work with a few different ones, like narrow it down to a handful of, you know, types of clients you'd like to work with and try to work with one of each of those Mm -hmm. and kind of see how that experience goes. But if you can nail down who that person is after that, then you can really try to just find where they hang out, meet them where they are instead of waiting for them to come find you. A lot of that also comes in your messaging and just trying to like make sure that you're talking to that person. Yeah. And what do you mean by meet them where they are? Yeah. So I would say find where they're hanging out. I shared something recently on Instagram that has just stuck with me. I heard somebody say this not too long ago. I can't remember who it was. I wish I could. But I had heard this advice and I think it's like one of the best things I've ever heard. But it said to fill your Instagram feed with your ideal client, not your competition. So find them on Instagram. Find these people that you want to work with. Follow them, engage with them, you know, watch their Instagram stories, whatever it may be. And that's going to start that relationship with them. Instead of waiting, just sitting there waiting for them to find your feed, Mm -hmm. go ahead and find them. And then then they're instantly they're they're in your feed and you're going to see their stuff every day and you're going to start connecting with them. So yeah, I am a hundred percent in agreement of that is as a business owner, it is your job to find your clients, not their job to find you. Like, of course you are doing things and there's strategies of inbound and outbound marketing, Yeah, but especially in the beginning, it really is your job to find your ideal clients. Yeah. And just so everyone knows, literally Rachel, like message me to about the podcast. So yeah. she's doing exactly <laughs> what she is talking about and it worked, right? Yeah. 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 I totally agree. I mean, 
like you said, there's some things that you can do certain marketing, obviously, that's going to draw people in. And that's great, too. But there's the other side of that, especially when you're starting out, mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do for people to find you in the beginning. And so you really do have to go out there and, and get meet them where they are and, you know, start that relationship with them. Yes, totally agree. Well, thank you, Rachel. This was so helpful. If we want to connect with you outside of this episode, where can we find you? Yeah. So I mostly hang out on Instagram and my Instagram handle is at intentionally designed. And then you can also go to my website at intentionally designed.com. And there's tons of articles and freebies and information to get started with brand strategy and brand design and all of that. Yes. And I actually took the quiz that you have on your website right before this and it's so good. So I would highly recommend it. You guys go take the quiz and She has so much information after you get your results on how you can get started really honing in on that brand strategy and that brand design based on where you're at in your business. Yeah. 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 That's the point of that quiz is to really help people figure out that next step. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening today. You can take a deeper dive into the show notes of the episode or any episode at anaconchar.com. If you want to get more actionable tips each week on how to build a business you love and a life you desire in the quickest, easiest, and most stress-free way possible, hit that subscribe button. And until next time, stay ambitious.